Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Culture Cops Podcast. Kabuki Andy here along with Tryout Sam. Sam, what's going on, man? Not a lot, man. How are you doing? I am doing A-OK. We're doing a rush job today. Yeah. Uh, We're going to talk about Star Wars The Last Jedi. Um, We don't usually pump these out so quickly, but since all this shit's popping up on YouTube and the internet for you to read, we figured why not go see the movie now and then pop this thing up for everyone to listen to just because it's going to be everywhere for the next couple of weeks. Yeah, and there are going to be toys and comics and books yeah. and yeah, might as well get yeah. in on it. <laughs> and hearts broken. Yeah, yeah um, absolutely. But so what we're going to do, and this one is a little different. Uh, you and I talked about this before we started recording. Yeah. Um, the first eight to ten minutes are going to be us just discussing this movie generally, uh, spoiler free. And then at the end of the ten minutes, we'll say, do you want to? Should they see it in theaters or not? And um. Basically, should you go watch it? And then we'll go into a discussion mode with spoilers, and um, then we'll give our final review at the end with our numerical score and what we thought of it. So if you haven't seen the movie and you still want to listen to this generally thing, this general discussion, spoiler-free, you got nine minutes with us right now. Yeah, yeah. Right? So, Sam, uh, give us the rundown on the movie. Okay, so... Um, the Last Jedi picks up almost like really soon yeah. right after <laughs> yeah. uh, The Force Awakens. Um, uh, Ray is on Planet Luke hanging out and doing mm-hmm. stuff a little bit. Um, you saw yeah. that a little bit in the trailer. And uh, for the main uh, rebel force, they're escaping from the planet near where the Starkiller base was. So they're evacuating and a bunch of guys are moving away. And um, what happens is that a... Uh, um, what is the? They're they're all still first order. They haven't had any different. Yeah, there's no, no republic. No, yeah, there's no, so, yeah. yeah, basically a first order dro- uh, uh, destroyer shows up and is like, I'm gonna beat you guys up. And then there's like a chase. So that's yeah. kind of how the movie works in the larger sense. The first order are chasing the um, rebels. Ray is with Luke learning stuff and hanging out. And then there are smaller arcs with John Boyega, who plays Finn. And um, there's a lot more of Poe, which is pretty fun because he's his character. His character is pretty cool in The Force Awakens, but gets a lot more screen time, kind of gets to do yeah. a lot more action stuff in this one. This is a much oh, more. Yeah. This, this movie has a lot more action and death. It's much darker than I expected. Yes. Yeah. Very much so. Um, well, the, I think part of that is attributed to who wrote and directed this movie, right? Yes, yes. Um, which is Ryan Johnson. Um, if you haven't heard of him, I think it's, it's Ryan Johnson. Oh, that's right, Ryan Johnson. You're trying. To, we talked about yeah. this just before, like idiot name yep. spelling R I A N. This is his fault. It's his yep. fault. So Ryan Johnson, if you haven't heard of him before, did Looper in 2012, which was really popular. I know you uh, you like that a lot, Andy. Oh, um, Looper's a fantastic movie. Yeah, and then. Um, after or uh, right before then, he did a movie called The Brothers Bloom, which I, I haven't heard of really, but it didn't do very well. I think it was a fi- uh, I think it was like a twenty million dollar movie, and they only made five million back, so it didn't do well. But the mm-hmm. first movie that I saw from him, I actually watched Brick like right after it came out. Um, it's it's called Brick. It's from uh, March of two thousand six. It's kind of weird. It's like a high school noir drama movie that stars yeah. um, Joseph Joseph Gordon Levitt, who by the way is in every single Ryan Johnson movie, including uh, The Last Jedi. He's a storm. Trooper. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. there, there are a lot of uh, fun celebrity cameos in, in, in this one, um, including Edgar Wright. I think he plays like a soldier that just looks around. And um, uh, I think there are two or three other um, uh, kind of directorial uh, uh, cameos that are kind of fun. But um, right. yeah, uh, Ryan Johnson 
does an awesome job directing this one, especially for it being his fourth movie, his really first really, really big sci-fi uh, movie, apart from Looper, which, you know, had buzz, but not not the way that Star Wars. I mean, like, especially following J.J. Abrams, um, uh-huh. who is a massively talented and popular director, this is kind yeah. of a risk for Disney to, to take on uh, Ryan a little bit. But uh, I think he did handled it pretty well. What about you? What did you think? No, um, I think I... I preferred um, this kind of vibe and overall tone uh, of the movie over um, the last one, The Force Awakens. Yeah. Um, not that I liked Force Awakens just fine, but I think this one had a, a, a different zip to the whole movie than almost any other Star Wars movie that you've seen. And yeah. it's interesting because it's familiar enough, but different enough to be like, oh, this is this sets itself apart. Yeah, yeah, I know a lot of people right after Force Awakens came out was like, oh, okay, this is like a New Hope version two. And yeah, for yeah. And for The Last Jedi, people are like, oh, it's Empire Strikes Back version two, except that it's not really at all. Like, it, it no. there's, there's little parts where you're like, oh, that's a little bit Empire Strikes Back, but then right. it's very unpredictable in many parts and um, moves much faster than Empire, <laughs> I think. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing that the interesting, if you if you think it's definitely not the carbon copy like the uh, Force Awakens was, yeah. Um, but this was definitely it's darker, just like Empire Strikes Back, right? Yeah. But with Empire Strikes Back, it's like I don't know. It's almost like a relentless in how much of a drubbing all the good guys are getting in that movie, right? Yeah. And in in this movie. The drubbing is still there. The good guys are getting drub a good drubbing. Yeah, but they get, it's they get also <laughs> there's a lot of stuff going on where they're trying to be proactive and trying to get out of this mess, right? Yeah. Um, which keeps things there's a sense of momentum going forward all the way till the very end of the movie. Which yeah. um is cool, but also it's like I, without spoiling stuff, obviously, um this forward momentum goes, 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 goes and then the movie ends. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, um, it, it it paces itself well with the intensity and kind of cool emotional and sort of philosophical stuff. Because this one, this one definitely has more um, nuance to it than the other. Oh, there's a lot of depth. Yeah. There's than the other. Yeah. Especially like episodes one, two, and three. It's like the force is like this stuff with midichlorians, and you can like push things. And in this, they're basically yeah. like that is totally wrong. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. It's the opposite of that. <laughs> so, so things we like to do. Things we like to things that you thought were done well in general. And we'll uh, talk favorite scenes at the end of during our spoiler discussion. Yeah, but yeah. Let's talk about things we liked in general. So in general, um, for me, definitely directing. This is a very complicated movie with lots and lots of characters and an enormous ensemble mm-hmm. cast. There's lots of right. miniature stories that go on throughout. I know I dumbed it down to like there's a chase and then Ray is learning stuff, but there's yeah. a lot of like complicated things that go on in between. Um, right. There's also probably my f- this is this has to be my favorite uh star wars movie with respect to use of music um because mm. the music is really really impactful i mean it was impactful yeah. in the force awakens too but um the last jedi has I, I don't know if there's like a kill counter but there are a lot more deaths and there's like a lot more um kind of grim stuff in the yeah. in the last jedi which yeah. um, is handled really well uh, similar to rogue rogue fun <laughs> rogue <laughs> fun they, they also use music really well but i mean having the john williams like the real star wars um uh, uh music go through yeah. uh, all of the scenes is really um very very awesome to hear uh-huh. and, and experience um and i so saw it in imax 3d so that was like just Ooh. it was cool it, 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 they yeah. did a good job it's not like cheesy <laughs> yeah but yeah. what about you Andy? what are broad strokes things that you like uh direction for sure 
Um, I really liked um, Luke Skywalker in this movie. Yeah, this is uh, Hamill's best performance as Luke. Yeah, Far away. and it that's it's great. It's great because you got a you got new dimensions to Luke, and you get to find out why what happened, and it goes back to the complexity of that kind of two sides to every story type of deal, right? Yeah, yeah. and um, what good intentions can do, uh, and, and the consequences that could lead because because even if you have the best intentions, right? Um, I liked that. A lot. The direction was great. You made a good point about the music. In this movie, the music, the thing about Star Wars, the music, a lot of, you notice the music a lot going with the action in all Star Wars movies. But this one felt like a fit like a glove, right? Because it wasn't so noticeable that like, oh yeah, I hear the horns blaring in my ears to tell me that this is an important part. It's more like the, the, the film informs the musical choice almost rather than the other like just put the music on top of this and boom bang bang it's just it just matched up better than a lot of other star wars movies i feel like that was a good point i think you made um i really liked uh again i like luke skywalker i liked um poe a lot um and we can talk about all the other characters at the spoiler for, at the spoiler section, but um, I guess things I didn't I didn't like, and I'll bounce it back to you for things that I didn't that you didn't like. Okay, go. Was that um, without getting into too much? There's a lot of stuff that carries through the first movie that amounts to nothing in this movie, and that's interesting. And it, uh, to me, it's neither here nor there because I'm not super attached to a lot of the people in the first movie, yeah. The Force Awakens, yeah. But um, as when you get Ryan Johnson to direct and write this whole second movie, you literally see things where he, he was the arbiter of what was important and what wasn't important for now the third and final movie of this trilogy, which I thought was interesting because you have J.J. Abrams who kind of gives him the ball. Yeah. And then he's like, this isn't important and that's not important. And then you're going to give the ball back to finish off the trilogy. Yeah. And then now they can finish it off. Inter- like I'm Again, like for me, it's not... Like I cared about the storylines that went uh, went out the window, but it is noticeable because then you could be because then you wonder like why the fuck were they even in the first movie, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, that's kind of uh, that's I don't know how that's it was a noticeable thing to me where I'm like I can't like it didn't it so oh you're watching and you're like oh so these people didn't matter basically yeah yeah um so that's what i thought is a general gripe i have for this movie not fatal to me if you look at if you look online a lot of people think it's fucking fatal especially (laughs) like the like the real uh hardcore star wars fans yeah but um i'll now i'm gonna toss the ball to you what does you not like generally so the the main thing that i didn't like in general were there are certain lines that characters have that seem um really campy and cheesy and right and i know that they're doing that in part because they want to inject some humor or some lightheartedness into parts of the movie which really works well sometimes like um a couple lines that luke has um when he's talking to different characters they they just work and they're funny but then Mm -hmm. there's there are other lines that uh, like rose the the um new character the new female ensemble uh-huh. lead uh, woman yeah. who's awesome most of her lines are great but then she has like some that are just sound like kind of weird and out of character for herself right. um there are also some lines that uh poe has which makes him seem really kind of dopey and predictable despite the fact yeah. that he seemed to show more like maturity in the mm-hmm. force awakens so it's kind of like he yeah. regressed a little bit same for finn um sure also uh this isn't oh uh, yeah th- there there are some characters who i think were 
cut from the film or I don't know what happened. Maybe it was like a d- deciding thing, which uh, you mentioned there are some stories that they, they took away. There was only one really where I was like, well, that's upsetting because that person yeah. was cool. <laughs> sure, um, sure. That was odd. And also there's a major plot hole which uh i won't spoil because it's a major spoiler for the movie but there's a very yeah. major plot hole you can notice if you think about it for like more than 15 minutes yeah and, and it's something that comes up in the very beginning of the movie so uh-huh. um there yeah there are just some like kind of odd things here and there but overall still very enjoyable and nothing for me at least that would like ruin the movie in, in any oh, way yeah because people yeah. yeah you're right people are being like really hard on i mean people are being really hard and this isn't a spoiler they have those little like um animals that look kind of like penguins they're called porgs or porglinons yeah, por- or something the porgs right yeah. yeah some people really hate them like so much yeah. and i remember i saw them on espn because i think they were doing some <laughs> disney they're doing some goofy <laughs> tie-in yeah where they're like yeah. zooming into the screen i was like that's kind of obnoxious but in the movie they're just like kind of cute and goofy it's not something that really i don't understand why people would hate them so much as to dislike them because they're there throughout the movie like you know they're just like a character there oh yeah i love around. it people are like the, these fucking assholes yeah. right it's, <laughs> they're just, it's just like a cute kind of fun they're just thing. cute little things yeah right yeah. um obvi- i mean they are obviously made to it's like people forget that star wars was ha- kind of Made for kids. Sell, yeah, sell shit, right? Yeah. Like, um, it's no, they're no Jar Jar. No, it's no. Jar Jar was terrible. That would ruin, that did ruin a movie for me. I hate Jar Jar. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. If you, no, if but they, I thought the, I, you know, I thought the Porgs were cute. They don't have a lot of screen time either. Like, no. I really thought the, I, I will say a favorite scene before we go into should you see it or not, I will say I like the Ch- Chewbacca and the Porg scene. I like that, that very, a lot. I like that a lot too. That was very that cute. That was great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, let's get, let's get into it, man. It's, we're already hitting the 14 minute mark oh, yeah, roughly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, you saw big screen 3D. I saw a big screen 3D. Is this a movie that, a, people should go see, and B, should they see it in the theaters? Um, yes, definitely go see it. Uh, I would absolutely recommend you see it in theaters, especially because uh, probably three quarters of the movie, we, we both kind of alluded to this a little bit, but it looks amazing. It looks fantastic. Like, astonishing how good. Fucking great. Yeah, yeah. and, and um, you will lose a lot watching this on anything less than like 72 inches because yeah. there's a lot of detail in a lot of the environments that uh, are just look spectacular, especially when they go to like a casino place that just looks bonkers. There's tons of detail and characters and cameos there. They go to right. um, all of these different planets, which look diverse and interesting and are much more detailed than things in Empire or uh, uh, Return. Um, so, so yeah, definitely big screen. You can watch it 3D. It's not that big of a deal. But, but yeah, big screen for sure for me. What about you, Andy? Uh, big screen for sure. I saw it in 3D. It was just uh, the the earliest showing for me. Yeah, same. Um, I mean, I kind of like, you know, I don't remember. I don't recall massive space battles in uh, Amaze just because it's been two years since I've seen The Force Awakens. But um. I thought the whole opening sequence to this movie was fantastic, and I was so happy I was watching it on the big screen. Yeah, yeah, same. Um, that's uh, I really enjoyed that, but yeah, I think it's a it's a, a must watch in the theaters. It's going to be out forever. Um, <laughs> definitely go see it from go see it uh, from us. Yeah. Now we're going to move on. So I guess again we're going to talk. We're going to talk, and we're going to talk 
and it's going to be spoilers. Yeah, We're spoilers will begin now. Do not spoilers listen. Spoilers will begin now. At this point, um, if you have not seen it and don't want discussion. Yes. Or Just don't care. That, Some people don't care. Yeah. You know, whatever. No, well, we, we like the movie, and now we're going to get dig deeper into the movie. Yeah. We're going to go back to... Um, I guess things we liked specifically. Let's talk. Um, let's talk characters and uh, why we liked it, and then specific scenes that we liked. My man. Okay. Um, do you? What, do, what, do we, what should we start with? Characters. Let me go. Let's do. Um, you want to kick it off with uh, Skywalker or Poe? Which one do you want to start with first? Uh, I will start with Skywalker. I think. Okay. Yeah. Let's I, do that. Well, yeah. he's a big part of the movie. He's a very big part of the movie. <laughs> Thank God, because he wasn't in the fucking. He, he was in the last scene of the last movie. Yeah. Right? He, just, so, he didn't have any lines. It's due. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny. Um, right. yeah, uh, yeah. No, Luke is awesome. He's really good and mm-hmm. uh, uh, very interesting to see. In large part because um, in the older movies, obviously, Luke is the main character and the good guy. And he's kind of a whiny punk. And in this one, he's not really a whiny punk. He's just kind of like, I want to... He's he's like, I just don't want to be in this anymore, man. I want to break. Yeah. I'm tired yeah. of fighting all the time. Which is a, right. a very interesting perspective because it doesn't... There aren't that many characters in the Star Wars universe that are, um, uh, I guess, neutral or apathetic. Sure. I, I guess, right. like, Boba Fett, sort of. But Boba Fett just wants to get paid. So, like, that's a little different. Right. But, um... Yeah, that that was very interesting and added a lot of depth to uh, both the the universe of like characters that Star Wars has because it makes Luke into a much more interesting character overall as opposed yeah. to just being this whiny hero. And also yeah. he and we were talking about this before. He actually explicitly lays out that um, episodes one and three, the perspective of the Force with the Metaclorians and all that stuff, is absolutely wrong. Um, mm-hmm. they, they kind of like tried to fix it in episode three that didn't work, but it, Luke right. makes it much better. Um, and he, it, it was, it was very interesting to, um, have that as a part of the core canon in the Disney series, because that is the, the way that, um, Luke is discussing the force and all that stuff is mm-hmm. actually how Revan and a lot of the Knights of the Old Republic and, and those games discuss, uh, a lot of aspects of the force where it's not like right. you're not just using it to move rocks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, a all, bit, it's all around you. Right. Yeah, yeah, it, it's uh, a little bit different than that. And it's, there's like, um, kind of a, a, a deeper, more like universalist philosophy that, that stems from, uh, how, how you're really supposed to like perceive the force. So that was kind of yeah. cool and refreshing. And they did it in a, like a very smooth way that didn't seem like preachy or condescending. It's just kind of like, Hey yeah. man, just, well, just I think, think about it. I think, <laughs> I think we felt that way. I think we felt that, but apparently a lot of netizens are really fucking taking a dump on it. Yeah, um, some people really dislike that. In terms of uh, a lot of people are really upset. Um, I'll go back to Luke in a bit, and I really like that scene when he sits um, Ray down and she says, "He's like, tell me about the Force," and then sit down here cross-legged. And he's like, "That's he's like impressive. Everything he said in that sentence was wrong, or something yeah. like that." Yeah, I like that. I really liked that. Yeah, um, and then he brought it around too. <laughs> yeah, he brought it around, and uh, at the end, but this one was uh, a lot of people, and this is a, I'll be interested to hear your take on it. A lot of people are hung up online basically saying that the whole bloodline of the Skywalker family and all this shit now doesn't seem to matter for anything. Right. Yeah. And a lot of people are really hung up on it. Like really upset that, um, no, they're not related. How, how could she have this stuff when there's no blood ties in there? Are you telling me that everything you guys talked about is wrong? Yeah. And that's what they're saying, right? (laughs) That's what they're, but this is also episode eight, right? So it's not, there's, I think you can make the logical jump that Skywalker basically had this epiphany and enlightened enlightenment 
where he's like, oh, I get it. It's not just because I'm a Skywalker, yeah, right? Yeah. It's because um, I understand it's all around us. Yeah, right? which is which is also cool because that that um, that mentality is in direct contrast with Finn. Because yeah. Finn is like, I want to be a superstar hero. And then in this movie, he's kind of a coward a little bit. He's kind of a hero right. too. But he still right. has that belief. Whereas Luke is like, no, it's not about heroes and villains and stuff. It's something different. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like it. And I think it's kind of Ryan Johnson kind of not really setting a hitting a reset button, but he is putting like a fork in the road for what to, what's going to go on for the rest of the uh, probably Disney can- canon with this stuff. Yeah, right? yeah, and it also it also opens up a lot of possibilities in the future. Yeah, it also makes a lot of sense for um, uh, Ray. Because yes. Ray doesn't seem to be a Skywalker or have any kind of fancy lineage. Um, oh, and they and they specifically say that with uh, when uh, Kylo Ren's base is saying your parents were pieces of shit, right? Yeah. But if you yeah. if you want to take it all the way back to the Phantom Menace, right? <laughs> uh oh, uh, Anakin's parents weren't weren't they just junkyard people anyway? Yeah. I, if you think so, it makes sense if you think about it like that. Yeah. Now, a lot you, of people are upset that that's. The whole bloodline thing is thrown thrown out the window. I think it's just people are upset that Ryan Johnson is kind of fucking up their idea of what the whole story is supposed to be, the lore behind it all. Yeah, I mean, the, like if if you want to be super nerdy, because I think I talked about it before, like I've read some of the books and I'm super nerdy about certain characters in the universe. So Darth right. Revan, uh, the Revankeist, um, uh, like. He originally was just some like dorky kid who was born mm. to dorky people. Like they didn't have right. any kind of fancy bloodline or anything. And he became like he killed the Mandalore and like he be- he became all these awesome things. But it's not right. because of a fancy bloodline or anything like that. And most of the large figures in the Star Wars universe that are human or or creatures. Yeah. I mean, like Grievous is a robot. That's different. Sure. <laughs> but most of the characters um who are uh, the most influential, apart from like Palpatine and uh, Darth Maul, which is sad because Darth Maul does a lot of cool stuff before. Yeah. Um, they, they're just regular folk, which I think sure. is the point. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's part of the fun. Um, and the, it goes back to, and I think they're alluding to this to kind of how, how they're going to kind of make the new batch of Jedis, especially when they talk about the orphans and show them in the last scene. Yeah. Um, which I didn't like that last scene, by the way, but we'll get there in a, in a second. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought Luke Skywalker's character was great. It had a lot of depth to it. There's a lot of guilt. There's a lot of weight on his shoulders of, of about, it's like a broken man. I, I took all I can and now I just want to be left alone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Broken Luke. <laughs> broken Luke. Great shit right there. I thought, um, Poe was great. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm glad they got, got him a lot of screen time because you know, he's going to be, He's essentially going to have the Han Solo role he's, for the next movie. I yeah, think, he's Han. In terms of yeah, basically he's <laughs> the he's the flyboy that's going to just be reckless and impulsive, and I like that. And yeah. I think he's he was cast really well to do that role. Um, I liked the uh, I liked uh, what was the Asian girl um, Rose. Rose, Rose Ticho. I like. Tico. I thought the first encounter with Rose and Finn was very fun. Yeah, that, that was silly. <laughs> that was great. And there's a lot of stuff that I thought worked um, with the comedy, right? Yeah. It's, and it's a tough act to do because you have kind of dark violence and uh, desperation with pockets of just goofy shit happening, right? Yeah, yeah. It kind of felt um, sort of like the Grand Budapest in terms oh, of yeah, in yeah. terms of how they're trying to balance the two because it's pretty difficult. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, some of it works, some of it doesn't. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. What What was one that thing that you thought didn't work? When did it? When it didn't work? Um. So like most of the scenes with Snoke. Uh, mm. I know they weren't trying to be funny, but they were trying to be like regal and stuff. But you don't know yeah. anything about Snoke, and he's not yeah. a historically, he's not a, like a canon character from before. All of his stories are new. And so I don't care about him or why he's a yep. bad guy. And like yep. the way he kind of brings first Kylo and then Kylo and Ray together was kind of odd. Yeah. Like, why would you do that? <laughs> right. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, especially because if he established like a link between them, he already knows where mm-hmm. Luke is. Right. So yeah, just no, that's a, that was the crazy part. I, I meant specifically, um, oh, like comedic uh, stuff, comedic things. My oh, bad. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I think I talked about, uh, so when they released the fathers, the, the horses on the planet yeah. with all the casinos and stuff, right. Uh, like they're running away and the horse sees the cliff and they go off the cliff, but they're okay. And they're fine. Yeah. And then like Rose frees them. There's like a line that she says, it's like, and now uh-huh. we're done or something. And I, that was like eye rollingly bad. <laughs> oh yeah. That was cheese. Yeah. That, that was total cheese. That was really bad. Um, uh, all of Yoda. Oh, <laughs> uh, that scene. Uh, well, you know, when I felt bad when I mean, it's uh, if you're gonna shoehorn a character like that in, I felt like you could have done it a little different than when they did it. Right? Well, it was weird but, because he wasn't CG. Yeah, he yeah. Was, he's been CG for the most recent movies. Just have him be CG. The puppets looked really off, out of place in this one, especially because there are less practical effects, and right. um, almost all of the creatures are CG. So apart from Chewie and Yoda, everything else mm-hmm. is CG. They look really out of place, especially Chewie. Um, even though Chewie isn't like, he's, he doesn't have like a lot of screen time and, and it's not distracting right. for Chewie. It is distracting for Yoda because there's like a solid, like five minutes. It feels like where Yoda well, is so just up the close, star. up close. And yeah. it's like, uh, just looks not good. It was, uh, you know what I thought, you know what? I will go back to the, one thing that I did think was funny was when they do the mind link again. And, uh, uh, Kylo Ren turns around and he's shirtless. Oh yeah. That was, right? that was goofy. Yeah. That was, that, that made me laugh. Yeah. Especially <laughs> just like. It's funny because she's like, could you put a shirt on? And he just yeah. doesn't acknowledge it. Oh, yeah, yeah. He just like, he turns around like he's supposed to be like, yeah, here I am. And she's like, you can't find a cowl or anything to put on. I thought that was really funny. That and was funny. Yeah. That pockets worked. of that made me really happy, especially when you're balancing be- between really dark shit and uh, really funny shit. Um, yeah. And uh, I'm on Rotten Tomatoes right now, man. I'm looking at the uh, audience score, 56%. 56% audience liked it. Oh wow, that's pretty low for That's really low. I yeah. think come on. It's a better I think people are letting uh I think I think Ryan Johnson took some risks and is going a different direction and I don't think people wanted it to go that way. Now, I think I wonder if part of that is because The Force Awakens is was very predictable in how things are supposed to roll and in this movie it's not as predictable. And I would, there are I would go, discernible changes. I would go as far as to say as I don't know what's happening next, like at any time yeah. in the movie, yeah. because the story, the stories are kind of interwoven because it's doesn't actually seem like a whole lot of actual time passes, like maybe three or four days. But, yeah, there's not a lot. Yeah. But in in all of that time, um, there are lots of different stories and they're woven in a kind of non linear fashion because mm-hmm. um, like some of the stuff that happens with uh leia and uh, like team rebels running mm-hmm. away um it seems to be on a different time scale than ray who was just learning stuff and then like all this stuff with luke and then um finn and rose seem to be just doing stuff like way far away that is a mm. that is very um different both in pacing and in content which is kind of yeah. cool because you get to see um 
the more extravagant stuff that's in the Star Wars universe that's not really showcased in the movies very much. Right. Um, like the casino and stuff. So uh, there's a little bit of um, mix-ups there. And I think that, that that was probably confusing for kids, I imagine. Right. Because it kind of like jumps, it hops back and forth a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I really thought, the only thing I thought was weird about this, uh, God, I want to say, I always want to call him Snopes. And I know that's not right. It's Snoke. Snoke. Yeah. Snoke. Right? Um, when they killed Snoke now, I was like, okay, you didn't fuck. You really didn't need him in the first one, um, which I thought was interesting uh, with The Force Awakens because it's kind of like you, have, you built this guy up and he's kind of like the Palpatine figure and then you're going to kill him in the second movie. Yeah, he right? doesn't have any backstory or anything. Yeah, so it's hard to give a shit about him. I mean, except for you're just kind of like, oh, I guess Ryan Johnson's like, no, we don't need him. <laughs> Kylo Ren is going to be, I guess, the Palpatine and the Vader at the same time at the end of this mo- at the end of the trilogy, right? Well, I actually think so. Like uh, what Luke was saying about there's something darker in Kylo. I think he's going to be worse than both. Oh, awesome! <laughs> Which would be great if they make it like that. Yeah, right? yeah. But um. The other thing I thought that was kind of strange was um, I felt kind of, I felt bad for Justin Thoreau. Is that General Hux? Which no, is- that's actually that's the um, um, when they go to the casino, right? And, oh yeah, um, he's, got, well, he's just there for like twenty seconds. Yeah, he's the guy they're supposed to get, and then it's like never mind. Which I thought it's it's cool. I mean, I'd kill to have that cameo, right? <laughs> yeah, he but, looked great. Uh, I will say, I will White say, like, I will say, like Benicio del Toro's character. Oh yeah, I thought he was. He did a good job. Um, uh, funny thing about him is that DJ right apparently is just stands for don't join, right? Oh okay. And also, um, they got that DJ thing, don't join idea from an Elvis Costello concert poster or promotional poster back in the 70s uh, <laughs> for his for his album, Armed Forces, which is a great album. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan but, Johnson um, with the Costello fanfare. <laughs> yeah, that's good, man. I'm all about that Costello fanfare. Yeah. But, um, oh, uh, another thing that I thought was stupid um, and in terms of arc, is the the battle between Finn and uh, Captain Phasma, right? Oh yeah, that was that was fucking terrible. Well, um, one uh, like the fight is whatever, but uh, yeah. Captain Phasma is actually one of my favorite characters from the first movie, and I thought they were gonna like make her awesome, and instead they just like kind of let her get dis- wrecked by some noob. <laughs> yeah, because well, Finn it isn't. Was, it, it's just not Finn's. Finn's not that great, but again. You would expect the same thing if if Poe's gonna get like the cool treatment of development, at least give Captain Phasma a little bit more. Yeah, because she basically just shows up and is like, "Oh, execute them," and then like when the when that goes awry, then she's like, "Well, I guess I will beat up one man." <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was no. a little that was a little weird. I wish they. I maybe she's not dead. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Well, she fell into a. F- like a gaseous ball of fire. Boba so Fett I don't know. fell into a Sarlacc pit and he was fine. <laughs> yeah, so let's, yeah. yeah. Right. Perspective. But um, let's, uh, I know a lot of people are also um, talking about they didn't like that um, Luke Skywalker dies at the end. What are your thoughts on that? No, that was great. He needs to die. 
He needs to die. All I of agree the, with you. All, well, that, I mean, and I think that's the underlying current, <laughs> which is funny because I think Ryan Johnson is doing it <laughs> in terms of just like, uh, I think he's doing it as almost like a meta commentary on action movies because he's basically uh-huh. just like, uh, like we have to get rid of all of the old things. Kylo Ren literally says it multiple times and right. they're doing it by killing off all of the old characters because how else are they going to k- keep making stories and stuff? Because we were talking about this before. Like, I think a lot of, and you, you, you mentioned correctly, I think a lot of people expected the um, big name heroes, you know, Luke, Leia, Han, uh, and and so forth, to come in and be superheroes forever, which... One can't happen practically, and two would be boring if they were did do that. You can't have the Dark Knight shoehorned into every possible universe, like that mentality shoehorned into every story. Even the Dark Knight gets wrecked. So, like, it's uh, it's much better to have it this way, where Leia, I mean, Leia is still in the universe. I'm not sure what they'll do with her but i don't know how they're gonna do it yeah, yeah. um uh also that ice like that floating ice space thing that was very odd <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, but uh yeah luke dying was appropriate han dying before was appropriate i'm sure chewy and like a lot of the other major old characters will will pass soon too yes it only makes sense well it has to be i don't know it's uh there's no place for um really like even if they were able to do things on the battlefield, right? Yeah. Um, they're just the just by their age, they're not as effectual anymore, right? I don't know. It's it's like a weird, and you mentioned it. Like, are we gonna dark knight this shit, right? Yeah. Um, and I really think the powers, the coolest thing I did like, I did, I really did like the um, final confrontation between Kylo Ren and Luke. Oh, that was right? a great fight. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That was great, and um, people. I think you have two camps of uh, critics about them Luke dying. The one, there's people who just straight up don't like that he died, <laughs> and two, there are people who just don't like the fa- in the way in which he died, right? Um, which is essentially just kind of letting go, just like every other major Jedi that we know and love from the original trilogy, right? Yeah. Um, oh, especially, and I will say that I liked the, when he sees the two sons. Yeah, the force right? projection thing and the two sons of, yeah, Tatooine. Uh, that was cool. Tatooine, right? Yeah. Like, again, only Looper guy can think of shit like that, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> Which was, that was a very good poignant moment. I thought that was a perfect send off and mm-hmm. he did the last thing he could do to stave off this potential drubbing of this uh, future rebellion right yeah yeah uh, interesting thing about this is i just don't think people and i can i can understand this too because i don't know where you go i feel like the way this goes should have almost been the end of the first movie because then you have two more movies to catch up on how the arc finishes right? oh yeah yeah and i'm confused i that they're going to jam a lot of shit into the third movie unless they're going to do like a time skip and be like you know three years later because you're you are right one um uh, force awakens in this movie it's got to be like a week or something like that it's got to yeah. be like three or four like there's very little time has passed yeah yeah it's 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 pretty short turnaround right but i do um i really like the first scene a lot with the bombers oh yeah that's a that's an awesome scene it also has like kind of a weird uh 
there's like a there, there's like a like a physical gravity problem in that because the oh, bombers yeah. the bombs wouldn't go yeah. down. They'd have to be no. something <laughs> space bombs. <laughs> they sink. Yeah, there needs to be some kind of propulsion. But who yeah. knows? Maybe that little tiny click when they drop down a little bit is enough. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> yeah that's that was, great. That, that looked really awesome. That looked really that really looked awesome. Great. Yeah, yeah. Um, anything else we could talk about? Um. I really think the people are. I think I think the f- people who really love 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 Star Wars and want it to be a certain thing probably don't like it. Yeah. Um. For other things, I don't have as much of an emotional attachment to it, uh-huh. which is why. And so I I feel like I'm lucky because I thought this was a pretty good movie. I I will say um, it, it is good. I I do want to mention because I talked about it earlier at the very beginning uh-huh. where there's one major plot hole, which is odd. Yeah, let's talk about that. So um, whenever the the main um like uh, rebel team are running away from the destroyers the destroyers aren't out of fuel or and don't have any fuel problems so they could technically mm-hmm. just hyperspace jump in front of them oh yeah they could do that <laughs> they could just wait for them they could right? just yeah they could just get in front and then come back and just expl- obliterate them or they can move their like drop ships forward and have the tie fighters go out and then get That's under what the. Light, I was reading. I was thinking about that because too. it's like do you have a destroyer filled with Tie Fighters. Like just troll the ship until it the shields go down. There's yeah. No, there's no way that yeah. I know also, a lot of people are saying that. But then there goes the whole mechanism of uh, the movie, right? Yeah. Also, the the two earlier ships, the medical vessel and the support vessel that get destroyed, they also have mm-hmm. hyperspace capability. So I didn't, mm-hmm. th- and they weren't they were running out of fuel, but they could have after evacuation, they could have just turned around and done the same mm-hmm. thing that uh, the general does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of odd, but not enough to make the movie bad. <laughs> oh yeah. I will. Oh, you know, the other thing I thought was strange, uh, uh, how I does didn't Finn like, get back? How does Finn well, and Rose get back? How do they magically get back? Despite uh, there being six ATATs and like dozens they just of fighters. Kinda drove right in. No problem. <laughs> uh, they made they it just before it. the just door closed. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, uh, I wouldn't have minded if Finn died the way he did. I would the way too. he was supposed that. to die. That yeah. would have been great. That would have been um, great. They can't they can't kill off all the minority characters though. It's too <laughs> too early in the trilogy for that. But the other thing I thought was Just weird gotta wait was for Laura, Childish Gambino. <laughs> He's coming. <laughs> Laura, Laura Dern's character as the new commander. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. And I thought she was. I thought that was kind of weird just because, well, first of all, the purple hair, I think Ryan Johnson likes some Gundam because that's some Gundam shit yeah. right there with a girl with like Absolutely. a colored hair. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Even like her like outfit was like, that's very uh, Zeta Gundam. Yeah. Right. It is. Um, <laughs> Principality, but, not Principality of Zeon though. <laughs> no, 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 no. But Rebel um, scum. <laughs> Like when he, when you have, you have Poe who's losing his shit because he feels like there's nothing else going on. Right. Yeah. And then you have Laura Dern who already knows his plan. It's like, why couldn't you just tell him what's going on? Because then, uh, he might not be as angry and he would not have started a mutiny on the ship. Yeah. It wouldn't have been that big of a deal to tell him. It's not like the It's not like the, the hyperspace thing that is tracking them. Oh yeah. That's the, uh, that's one thing I'm much. That, it's not like the hyperspace thing they're tracking is tracking what people say on the ship. <laughs> that yeah, was weird. Yeah, yeah. The, the other thing. So they kept mentioning the, the tracking through, um, hyperspace travel. They've done that yeah. since, um, the first movie. Cause Vader did oh. that. Uh, uh-huh. That's not, that's not a new thing. That's interesting. <laughs> did that in, they did that in rogue one too. <laughs> yeah so well, a little I weird just, you know that's uh oh you know what i did like i liked uh 
I like uh, Snoke's uh, red red Imperial Guards. I just thought that they was looked dope. Cool. Yeah, they look they super look great. cool. They look good, and the whole the red curtain thing that looks great too. Yeah, I mean you couldn't think of a better a, a better and yet such a simple set piece. Yeah, I've right? always thought the Imperial Guard are the coolest looking like yeah. stormtrooper guards. <laughs> yeah, no, they look great. Um, uh, there's some stuff with, you know, again, I'm really not hung up on on Ray. I don't really, I don't really care. Right. Yeah. Um, she could live, she could die, she could whatever. She could have died in this movie. I still would have watched the next movie. I just don't give a shit, right? Yeah, she's like, fine. I think she's fine, right? But it's not like... Uh, you know what? Now I think the, the, the roles are clearly defined more so... Again, you wish you would have. You wish that would have happened in the first movie, right? Where it's yeah. kind of like, okay, now we know she... We know what side they both are on, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's going to be a final confrontation. I almost wish this movie was a four, like a quadrilogy, right oh yeah then a then a trilogy just because i feel like something's gonna get snipped and cut and tucked away well it wouldn't be able to enjoy as much it wouldn't surprise me if um i don't know if the boba fett movie is going to be um during this timeline or from before Mm -hmm. oh i bet i don't know i don't know because i don't know what the next trilogy is gonna be that ryan johnson is gonna be ahead of after they finish this trilogy Oh yeah, I don't know. It'd be interesting. I know they have the Boba Fett movie, but in May we got the Han Solo movie, and then in 2019, right? Yeah, uh, is we have episode the, nine. Uh, yeah, isn't yeah, yeah yeah exactly. So I don't, I don't know where the Boba Fett movie comes into play. Do you think all these things we're griping about? Um, if do you think it's fatal for the movie? Uh, no, not at all. Even the plot holes, like it, like yeah, it's kind of weird to think about, but it also it doesn't it doesn't um, um, overcome or mask how captivating and interesting the universe of the Star Wars is, but also like all the mm-hmm. stuff the characters are going through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so let's get you want to get down to business. There, we could talk about this over and over again. There's so <laughs> many things, but this is a big movie. It's a long movie, two and a half hours. Longest, there are lots to talk. Longest about. Star Wars movie. Because if you think you've got you've got the um, uh, Luke and Ray storyline, you've got the Ray and um, Kylo Ren storyline. You got the you got the Finn and uh, Rose storyline. You've got the Poe and Finn storyline, right? Poe and Rebels. Poe and Rebels. All that. There's a lot of Hux, um, Hux and all his like Monty Python goofiness and uh, everything. Oh, yep. <laughs> yep exactly right but um it's a lot to digest here i might go see it a second time but let's yeah. get into uh the scale man a one to ten um you know what? i'm gonna do a one to ten what would you give and why you re- we always said hey go see it in the theaters yeah right? yeah and um out of the three of the new ones force awakens rogue one and this movie where would you put it in those three Oh, okay. So I would probably give this, I can't remember what I gave Rogue One or mm-hmm. Force Awakens. I would give this a nine and a half because I liked a yeah. lot of it. Yeah. A lot of it is really cool and interesting and fun. And it's in part because this is a new director taking on one of the most storied, if not the st- most storied um, mm-hmm. franchise in, in, in like recent history. I know yeah. James Bond, I know there's a lot of more James Bond movies, but people don't like go bonkers over James Bond the way that every seven year old to like 12 year old wants star Wars toys forever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I like, still want 
Star Wars toys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think everyone should. Yeah, they're awesome. Too bad Battlefront sucks. <laughs> yeah, and those Lego th- toys are really expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They had. A, I saw a Millennium Falcon, a Falcon on Amazon, uh, on like Thursday for a thousand dollars. Oh Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it's just because it's rare. The actual mm-hmm. ones for like those Star Wars sets, I think they top out about two fifty, but that's still pretty expensive. In any event, yeah. Um, yeah, they're awesome movie. Very cool. Um, excellent job by uh, Ryan Johnson. Lots of technical and uh, logistical things that he handles really well in an adept way. Cinematography is fun. Everything looks great. See it in the big screen. That's me. Yes. Um, what was the second? <laughs> I forget the other. Oh, yeah. Um, so oh, yeah. For, uh, compared to the three, I think I like this one a little bit more than Rogue One mm-hmm. in terms of... Uh, scale and what it does but I think yeah. if you had like if you're like hey what's which is fun to watch Rogue One because mm-hmm. Rogue One is Rogue Fun I think Rogue One is oh, the most yeah. fun out of the most three Rogue the One three. is the most fun <laughs> um, yeah but I still like The Force Awakens the most The Force Awakens is still my favorite Star Wars movie I think I don't know if I gave that a 10 or what but like yeah I love that I movie. think you I think you gave that a 9.5 last time oh, okay well in any event yeah. I love that movie that's my favorite one um yeah but yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah pretty solid pretty solid go see it in theaters what about you Andy right I'm going to do, um, I'm giving this a nine. It's a nine, maybe 9.5. We're right around there, man. This uh-huh. is kind of like splitting hairs. Yeah. I thought it was a good movie. It was a fun time. I had more fun watching this than I did with the, um, the force awakens. Yeah. Um, not by, not like the four, I like the force awakens fine, but with the force awakens, I kind of, you knew what they were doing with it and you knew where it was going to go and you knew who was going to get it at the end. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, you're just getting introduced to new characters, which I thought was cool. Right. And I was just happy to be watching a, a good new star Wars thing. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, I really liked, um, the visceral nature of this, of this movie a lot. Yeah, right. it's much darker. I mean, I th- I don't think there's been in any Star Wars movie where someone gets turned gets thrown into a wood chipper essentially. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. No, that looked great. Yeah. I wanted to see that again. Um, <laughs> the uh, complexity to uh, Luke Skywalker in this one, um, basically burning down the temple of everything that generations of people thought to be important yeah. right, for the Jedi Order. Yeah. It's kind of symbolic in general about what they're trying to do with this series. Now, I get that some people are upset about it, and a lot of people are going on and on about Star Wars lore and what it means in the mythos of Star Wars. I think they are just not going to take kindly to the fact that Disney fucking bought this. They already said all these stories aren't canon and aren't going to be part of it, right? Yeah. So uh, they're going to have to get used to uh, a brand new thing. Right. Yeah. And although they're not, Uh, I mean, like Revan is not canon anymore, but they're bringing aspects of his story and aspects of the other stories into current characters. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, it's either way. I thought it was fun. I liked it a lot. And I did like the whole two sides to every story thing when they're talking about burning down the temple and Luke trying to kill Kylo. Right. Yeah. Um, that was good. And the, the hologram basically at the end with his projection is yeah, very force nice projection. <laughs> that was amazing. And I, I think a lot of people just are, they're hating on it a little too much. I enjoyed it. I don't have as much emotional attachment to these things as some other fans do. Mm-hmm. But, um, and there are like the plots, like longest, space chase in history type of thing yeah um he's very slowly getting (laughs) away (laughs) yeah Yeah. right um it's that's whatever i was just happy to watch another good movie um the other thing this is tough though because rogue one 
the ending of Rogue One and how that there's no way you can end Rogue One any other way. Yeah. And you just and it's a standalone and that the cool thing about being a standalone is you can end it in that way. Right? With this movie, you have it's it's almost like its own albatross in a certain way. You can oh, only take yeah. so many yeah. liber- liberties, right, with um the series. But I think um uh this guy the director went bold and I think it, the bold decision worked out more in his favor than not. Yeah, so, definitely. Um, definitely. So I'm excited to see what's in store. Um, I still like Rogue Squadron a little bit better, just because it's you're right. It's the Rogue. It's Rogue, not Rogue Squadron. That's a va- great video game. <laughs> that Rogue is, One. That's a super fun game. <laughs> yeah. Um, Rogue One is my favorite. I think just because it's a it's a no nonsense space action movie that is so unique in the in the canon of the movie so far yeah i i hope we get more of that so yeah that'd be awesome um yeah man i i would go uh rogue one um last jedi and then a third place bronze medal to the force awakens okay okay interesting interesting Yeah. yeah cool cool well um awesome well thanks as always everybody for listening in let us know what you thought about the last jedi and the other star wars movies or why like the poor dudes are terrible or something (laughs) (laughs) we do really appreciate y'all for listening please be sure to like us on the twitter and soundcloud and all the things and yeah, yeah thanks as always bye bye